the way forward nuclear plant Vogel, we have talked about this for years. I did, there's, you've had other occasions for other reasons to come in. We always circle back to plant Vogel and the work that's going on there, Tim Eccles. But it, and it sometimes sounds really complicated. I suppose we can make it as complicated as we want to. But as we sit here this morning, it, it's actually pretty simple, at least in terms of the choices that are out there. You folks are going to meet uh, Thursday of this week. You folks on the Georgia Public Service Commission going to vote, as I understand it, and, and flesh out anything I'm missing here. But you're going to vote Thursday whether to continue to work on those reactors at Vogel or whether to pull the plug on the project. Yeah, so this will be the first time where we've actually approved uh, an amount of money for them that would be be beyond where our staff is a break says is a break even point on the plant. In other words, the amount of money that we're being asked to give them in the new schedule. it, it for Georgia Power's piece is going to be about ten and a half billion dollars, and our staff says the break-even point on the plant is nine billion. So, up to this point, we've been uh, we've been essentially either on the budget or under budget in terms of what we've obligated ratepayers for, and so this will be the first decision that we have to make whether we knowingly, knowingly pushed the plant into uneconomic territory. How did, let's just back up and catch up, how did we get to this point? Well, I don't think we would be in this place if Westinghouse hadn't gone bankrupt. I think that that has to bear most of the responsibility because when they went bankrupt, it voided the contract, and it was a contract that gave the ratepayers protection. So when we lost the contract, uh, we lost the protection, and now we're kind of on our own. And, and in fact, the Southern Company, help me understand here, they're now the primary contractor. Westinghouse was uh, George Power Southern Company, now assuming that role. Yeah, it's, it, their division called Southern Nuclear is the prime contractor now. And so before, uh, they were just the owners. Now they're the contractors. So before, if the, if the contractor, Westinghouse, you know, made a mistake with cement or rebar or welding then well that was on them they had to fix it yeah we had to pay the interest which is why we did run up quite a tab on the interest because we did have scheduled delay after scheduled delay but now uh southern nuclear has gone through and uh and they've made a lot of changes and they've hired bechtel and uh, a a big construction Mm -hmm. company and productivity is up i mean from Everything I can under everything I, I know and understand that I've seen at the plant, the numbers that I've I've seen, it's good news. But we've been down this road before. We've had, uh, you know, we've had reports that you know things, you know, were hunky dory out there, and I, it's just a dilemma, Tim. I, I, I'm I'm not looking forward to the vote on Thursday because on the one hand, yeah, we've gone over. On the other hand, we spent five billion dollars and. Do you want to just leave that stuff rusting till Jesus comes out there? I, you know, it's been a disaster in South Carolina for them to cancel the plant. The governor's chopping heads off over there. What was the name of that plant in South yeah, Carolina? Yeah, it's called the VC Summer Plant, Summer plant uh, yeah. near Columbia. Mm-hmm. So. I, you know, it, it, it's really a, a difficult situation. No, I mean, the, the definition of a dilemma, people sometimes misuse that word, it's choosing between two bad options. There, there doesn't seem to be a good option here. No, there's not a good option. And, I, and so now I'm looking to see, can I justify doing something uneconomic here? For example, is, is the economic impact of the facility, the 6,000 jobs and the equivalent of 
uh, you know, I mean, if you if you cancel those six thousand jobs, it's like pulling one hundred and fifteen million in annual payroll from that regional economy. I mean, when we canceled the coal plant down just down the road from here on four forty one at Lake Sinclair, we saw the impact that it had on the on the Putnam County Board of Education in Eatonton, Georgia. It wiped out a third of their tax base, and so. You know, I mean, I don't work for the power company. I work for the people, all the people, including people in Putnam County, including people in Burke County and Richmond County over there in Augusta. And there's more factors. Uh, there's more factors than just the money on this. And I, I've just got to decide, you know, is it worth it? And, right, you, and you I don't know have, yet. You may have just answered my question. In fact, I think you did. Uh, I was going to ask if you know how you're going to, never mind how the PSC as a board is going to vote, do you know how Tim Eccles is going to vote? If I understand you correctly, as we sit here this morning, eight twelve on Monday morning with a vote coming up on Thursday, the answer is no, you don't know. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know yet. Uh, and, you know, it, it made matters worse that the, that the Congress, when they got together for this tax bill, a bill that was, that, that's only going to get Republican votes, they they stripped out the nuclear power production tax credits and they left the wind and solar in there. And they're not going to have a single Democrat that votes for it. That's baffling to me that they would strip out something that's, you know, supposedly pro-Republican and leave only, uh, you know, wind and solar. And I'm, I'm a big fan of, you know, wind and solar. I mean, obviously I've promoted solar here in Georgia. I drive an electric car, but it just doesn't make sense to me what's going on up there. Uh, you, you've also anticipated that other question, uh, and, and it, this may get more involved and over my head pretty quickly, but help me along as best you can here. Hold my hand and help me understand. This is a decision, a Public Service Commission decision. Tim Eccles on the PSC with us this morning. Uh, we thought we'd get in February. Now we're, we're going to get it this week, going to get it before the end of the year. You alluded to there the tax bill that we think we're going to get passed this week. Uh, there are tax ramifications for Georgia Power for the Southern Company. That's why the, the rush to judgment, if you will, with the decision this week. What, what's at work here? Yeah, I really wish we would go back and delay it back to February. Now that we don't have this production tax credit in the bill, uh, Congress is talking about doing these, quote, extenders up there. Uh, and maybe in January, they'll put it back in. And so my, my thinking is, well, hey, let's just instead of voting on Thursday, why don't let's just postpone the vote? And that'll send a message to Washington that we're nervous that we that we don't know if we can move forward without these credits. But uh, but the the commissioners feel like, particularly Commissioner Wise, feels like, well, wait a second, if we if we are going to cancel this, it'd be better to cancel this in this calendar year because there's a greater tax benefit that trickles back down to ratepayers um, in terms of what you would write off the amount that you write off. So remember, we spent five billion on this. So if the, just the Georgia Power portion, the MCs have spent at least that much. Um, so if we if we cancel it, there's going to be this major tax deduction uh, where Georgia Power writes off five billion over the next three years, and it essentially will take away all their their tax liability because they're writing off such an enormous loss. And so uh, Commissioner Wise wanted to do that in this year because it's a greater, it's a, it would be a greater tax benefit. They continue our conversation with the vice chair of the PSC, one of the, uh, shall we say, more prominent pieces of real estate in Georgia these days, uh, nuclear plant Vogel. Exactly where? I keep saying Burke County, Waynesburg, exactly where? Yeah, you drive south out of Augusta and make a left on River Road and head towards the Savannah River, um, and it's there in Burke County, you know, just uh, maybe 
40 minutes south of Augusta. And how big, how, how massive is this project? Well, the plants, you know, itself, plant site's 3,200 acres. So it's an enormous piece of land. I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You drive out there. Uh, so, you know, the reactors, they're large. I mean, these cooling towers are over 1,000 feet, you know, 1,000 feet high. Uh, it's directly across the street uh, or from the, uh, across the river uh, from the Savannah River site where – there were at one time five working nuclear reactors mm-hmm. where probably the largest cache of plutonium sitting over there under the ground. Uh, they uh, they downgrade, uh, you know, nuclear weapons over there. And uh, it's all kind of stuff going on across the river. Sure. Um, but so uh, it, it is a, you know, good out-of-the-way site for this. But clearly, I mean, one Vogel reactor produces more power than all the solar panels in Georgia. I mean, this is an enormous, enormous um Piece of uh, pieces of equipment that generate power for our state. Chairman Wise mentioned there the the three days of, of hearings last week, testimony last week, uh, everything from a lady strumming a ukulele and singing to you guys to to folks who are expert, folks who are stakeholders, folks concerned about the environment, folks concerned about how we're going to generate electricity for the better part of the next century. Uh, what do you do with all of that? Well, the most important piece of testimony for me was. Was what? What's the amount where we break even? That's what. That's really what I wanted to know and understand. Uh, because my decision and what Georgia Power is asking us to do is to give them more money than is required to break even, due, you know, to the bankruptcy and the difficulties that they're that they're having completing the project. And so that's that's the decision that I've got to make. Is uh, is will we give them? Uh, a billion and a half more than is needed uh, to break even on the plant, which makes it uneconomic. And normally I like to do things that's economic. <laughs> I mm-hmm. like them to work financially. And so I am grasping to determine is there, you know, are there other reasons that this plant should go forward besides just economic reasons. Right, Tim Eccles with us, Georgia Public Service Commission. Again, the decision, the vote coming up on Thursday of this week. Uh, you've just handed me a piece that was written by, it's actually written by Greg Bluestein at the AJC, but he's quoting House Speaker David Ralston, initially not in favor of much of what's being done here. Now among those, and there are others, you're telling me Sam Nunn, some other very prominent voices weighing in and say, listen, keep going here. Yeah, even though most of the, the individual consumers that have sent me emails uh, I'd say the majority of them have been against completing the plant. When you look at the business community, uh, they want to finish it. And I'm, I'm hearing loud and clear from, uh, you know, from businesses that, look, we need the reliability. We need the power. We can't, you know, we, we can't afford to have a, a fuel mix that's just natural gas or mostly natural gas. Uh, that natural gas could be, you know, constrained on the pipeline, a pipeline could be blown up or whatever. We need we need this diverse mix. And so they're wanting to go ahead and bite the bullet and finish the reactor. All right. Let, let's let's make this really simple for me. And then that might tax your skills here, but let's try it anyway. Let's go quickly through A, what happens if you vote to proceed, and B, what happens if you vote not to proceed. And again the vote coming up Thursday. If if the work continues, when do we think this thing can get done? Yeah, so Let's take the two scenarios. If we vote to proceed, we'll give them, you know, essentially an extra $3 billion. 
uh, and extend the schedule out to 2021 and 22. And by the way, just to mm-hmm. be clear, these are not tax dollars. These are ratepayer dollars. These are ratepayer dollars. It, this is this is money that same folks paying it, but yeah, <laughs> that Georgia Power customers will pay. And frankly, I mean, if you're an EMC, you're a member of Walton EMC. Sure. Walton's uh, a co-owner in this plant. You'll be you'll be paying it. You'll be paying it too. Uh, so uh, so Georgia Power will get a bigger budget. And the thing is, Tim, they don't want to move forward without us approving this. I mean, they could. They could go ahead and build it without us telling them they could. But it would be on them, and it would be on their shareholders. And they they have made the case that, look, our rate payers should cover part of this. So I think what, what we'll decide on Thursday, and I'm going to – you know, I'm probably going to have a motion about this to lower the amount of return that they're getting to kind of give them a little bit of a haircut, so to speak, in in terms of their profit. So we'll see how how that all plays out. The other scenario you ask is if which we is where we it. cancel the project. Yeah. So if we cancel it, then the five billion they've spent, uh, we'll have a, a hearing uh, to determine if it was all prudent. And then they would take that $5 billion and put it into rates, and rates would jump about 6%, and we would have nothing to show for and it. And what would happen at the site? Yeah, the site, they would uh, salvage any, any uh, metal that they could get out and sell it to a scrap man. Uh, and maybe, maybe some of the, the parts that have been put on could be pulled off and sold to other countries like China and Russia, uh, particularly China. China's building some of these reactors. And so maybe we sell them for $0.10 cent on the dollar. Nickel on the dollar, and we would still be generating electricity at Plant Vogel. Uh, yeah, we still have two reactors working out there, but then we have to go and build a couple of gas plants to take the place of, you know, of of the Vogel reactors that we would build. All right, and here's the really big question. At least it seems to me there are a lot of questions here, and they're all big. But this one, okay, we've discussed the future of, of Georgia Power and its 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 skin in this game and, and what might happen at Vogel in terms of energy production. It seems to me the real conversation is the future of nuclear power generation in the United States. And, and mm-hmm. actually, I don't mean to overstate it here, in the world. I mean, that that seems to be, that we could make the argument, that's what's hanging in the balance here. Yeah, I think probably what happens is uh, this really would be like a a punch in the stomach to other commissions around the uh, around the U.S. who were maybe thinking about nuclear power, and they go, oh, I don't think I want any of that. I don't want any of those losses, any of those overruns. So they're not going to want to do this. And so China, they're building 25 reactors. I think China would become the expert in this, and they would be the people that would be trading the technology and, and having, uh, you know, smaller nations – you know, have them come in and build the reactors and that kind of thing. Is so, this an example of what the president and others talk about when they say regulation, stifling development here? Is the reason the price of this has spiraled and skyrocketed over the years because in part of regulation? No, I, I don't think so. I think it's because it's a new design. It's a very compact design. And Westinghouse jumped into it uh, really quick. They were ambitious. Uh, there were 16 plants that were supposed